Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast Aftersight. I am your host, Penn Street. And as always, I want to thank everybody at Audio Information Network of Colorado for making this podcast possible. Because without them in the background, trust me, this show would not be as amazing as it is. I get to do the fun part. You get to hear my voice most most of the time. Um, But without them, it truly would not be possible. And for those of you who have been listeners from the beginning, I am sure you are appreciating the higher quality and um, just overall general better podcast. So thank you all at AINC for making me look good. Today's episode is an absolutely incredible one. Um, we're, we're doing something a little bit different today is on the podcast, I've talked about our amazing fundraising hike. Well, we had it and it was absolutely amazing. We had almost 70 people at the hike. 24 of them were blind and visually impaired. Our youngest little guy, Ricky, uh, he's only two years old, was there with his parents and his sister. Uh, His mom and sister are visually impaired and hearing impaired. Shout out to you guys. Um, And our oldest person was in their 70s. So it was an amazing group. We all made it to the top. And it was really an emotional day for me. Um, A lot of work goes into these events and I like to be the sweeper, which is the person at the very back of the hike. And they just make sure that nobody falls behind. And if somebody does need something, um, they're there to make that happen. So my, my favorite spot on a hike is the sweeper. I'm a mother and a nana, so I'm a little bit of a worry wart. So it always makes me feel better to be at the back just in case somebody needs, you know, a little extra rest or water, food, whatever it is, or just inspiration. Um, so it was it was just an incredible hike, uh, such an amazing journey. Um, I got to see old friends that I hadn't seen in a while. If any of you have ever been to summer camp, it was kind of like that. <laughs> you know, you show up that first day of camp and you haven't seen or even heard from these people <laughs> since last year. Um, and then you meet and it's like no time has passed. And that was how it was for me. Uh, lots of hugs and laughters and catching up with people. But it was also amazing that I got to meet new people that that came because they heard about the hike on the podcast or on our website and they wanted to be part of our community. And that was just wonderful because we just enveloped them. And by the end of the day, we all had new friends and had caught up with with old friends. So thank you all for your donations, your support, um, and, and just sharing, sharing that amazing hike with everybody. So during that weekend, we also had an, an amazing event on our own. AINC had a story booth. And at that story booth, um, our amazing team members, Jonathan and Evan, they captured 13 different stories from individuals that They're just normal people, just like you and I, but yet their stories are extraordinary. And we wanted to make sure that all of you got to hear them. And so over the next weeks coming up, um, you are going to be hearing those stories. So you're going to be in for a huge treat. 
So sit back and relax, and when we come back, we'll get started. You're listening to Aftersight with Penn Street, an AINC original podcast. If you enjoy what you hear, please visit AINcolorado.org for more shows, news, and articles read by our amazing staff and volunteers. If you have a question for Penn or would like to recommend a guest for future shows, please visit AINcolorado.org slash podcast dash guest. And now here's your host, Penn Street. So welcome back, everybody. Um, like I said, we have a very special episode. Um, uh, these are two amazing stories that were captured during our storytelling booth at our fundraising hike. Evan, who you have heard his voice several times here on the podcast. Evan makes sure that all of our sound quality is great. He works with our volunteer readers, and he's just a gem. He's also turning into a great podcaster himself. Um, so keep up with us because Evan is going to have his very own podcast in the new year. Evan is interviewing an incredible human being. Her name is Kara and her mom, Alice. And I met them years and years and years ago um, at an outdoor event. And not just Kara, but Alice herself um, really captured my heart. Their story is something that could happen to any of us at any time. And, you know, they're just going along with their beautiful lives. And all of a sudden, because of somebody else's choice, their lives were forever changed. Their story touched my heart so deeply when I heard it the first time, and I was so excited to see them at this event that we were part of. I was so proud and so honored that they were brave enough to share their story with Evan. So sit back. Um, you might want to grab a tissue. <laughs> it's an emotional roller coaster, but it's one you don't want to miss. So please open your hearts and your ears for Kara's story and her mom, Alice, as they share their journey with adversity. Well, hey again, this is Evan with the Audio Information Network of Colorado, and joining me today are two very special people. I'd like to introduce Kara and her mom, Alice. You guys have been up here for a bit. How has that experience been so far this, this year? And Yeah, this is our fourth mm -hmm. No Barriers, and everyone mm -hmm. is is just mm. phenomenal. It's just meeting people, trying new things, um, pushing ourselves to the limit, mm. eating good food, mm -hmm. dancing, singing. And my accident. Yeah, well, his, he'll ask mm. about your accident probably pretty soon. Mm. Yeah. 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 In fact, we'll lead into that now if you want to go ahead and elaborate on that. Do you want to mm. talk about your accident and then mm. I can help too? Yeah. Yes. Okay. When go. I was five, we were Skiing up at sunlight, and I got, I got hit by an out of control skier, knocked unconscious for a long time. A two long months, time. Two months. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Uh huh. Lots of brain surgeries. Uh -huh, yeah. Yeah. But you're tough as nails, and what? Uh -huh, and you're I still have here. overcome it. Yep. You've overcome yes. it. Yep. And you've got a good, a really good sense of humor to go along with it, I've noticed, too. Uh, yes. Well, so what's been your favorite thing that you've done this 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 summit? What's your highlight? Dance. Dancing. Were you the dancing uh, yes, queen? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that your favorite thing that yes, you've done? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Do you have a particular kind of music that you like to dance to or that mm. you just like to listen to? The Beach Boys. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Well, are you looking forward to the hike tomorrow? Uh-huh, yes. How much? A lot. Yeah. Is, is there anything else you're looking forward to getting to do today? I know there's a lot of little activities going around here. What the birding? The birding? The birding on my ass. Wow, but, that's awesome. you know, right before lunch, oh, you went oh. in that special chair oh. and you had those guys taking yes. you on a hike in the chair. You just had to sit yes. there and laugh. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. 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 That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I would have liked that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also heard from somebody, uh, you uh, you like to bake cookies. Yes, uh-huh. Is there a particular kind of cookie you like? What, what's the one you make mm-hmm. the most off, the most frequently for the policemen and firemen? Damn it, I sure it is. Hmm. Is it the, your peanut butter or your chocolate chip? That peanut you butter. Yeah, I was thinking it was peanut butter you made the most, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah she's got quite a following mm-hmm. of policemen and firemen mm-hmm. on Glenwood Springs. You've been doing that for about 15 years, haven't you? Going on 16. Yeah, going baking cookies every week, every single week. Yeah, Mm -hmm. contributing to the community. Mm. That's that's a great thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, last night, too, I actually watched your movie. Well, we all watched your movie, and it was awesome. It was very well produced. Where? How did that all start out? I'm very curious, like, what originally um, inspired you to want to, you know, make a movie? Mm. Or be in it. Um, after the first No Barriers, Kara actually, um, we did a little video and sent it to Eric mm-hmm. and Skylar and said Kara would really like to climb a mountain. Mm-hmm. And um, so we started making mm-hmm. plans for it. And then, of course, the pandemic hit. And then last summer, um, when we were finally had the opportunity mm-hmm. to do it, Eric said, how would you feel if we, if we filmed your hike? Um, mm-hmm. So it was Eric's idea to... Um, to, I guess, apparently, you know, to get mm-hmm. the funding and find Daniel Bedell, the um, the videographer and stuff, mm-hmm. and, and film, <laughs> do a lot of filming, about two and a half mm-hmm. days at our house with microphones and mm-hmm. lights and action camera. Your house, too. Mm-hmm. They were in your house a lot. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it was pretty interesting to see the whole process of two and a half days down to, of filming down to 20 or 21 minutes. So, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just asking Eric mm-hmm. to help you with the hike, and he did it. Mm-hmm. He came through, and he did it. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Do you have anything to add to mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You Mountain Resort. Yeah, sunlight. I put sunlight oh, no. on the yeah, on the run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, what's next? Do you have any you know fun, exciting things planned for the future? You know. Mm-hmm. What's your next goal? Climbing up Storm King Mountain. Yeah. Ah. Yes. That'd be awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. Storm King, and I, I think I mentioned mm-hmm. it last night, in Glenwood mm-hmm. Springs about 25 years ago, we mm-hmm. had a horrible fire, mm-hmm. and there was some, um, the mm-hmm. the fire, they're not fire, the wildlife firefighters, of mm-hmm. course, come from all over the country, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, the fire got out of control, and 14 of them died up on the mountain out just outside of Glenwood. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a horrible tragedy. Mm-hmm. We've Glenwood's never forgotten, have we? We've mm-hmm. got a nice memorial, and mm-hmm. people hike up to the site where they all mm-hmm. perished. Um, mm-hmm. It's quite a hike, mm-hmm. but you can do it. You can make it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just keep we- the sense of humor going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that yeah. always seems to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys have how, how long have you guys been in Glenwood for? Um. Mm-hmm. 
I've been there since before you were born, I can mm. tell you that. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want me? Car yeah. Yeah, Kara's actually a native. She was born mm. at Valley View Hospital. My husband and I were mm. both RNs, and we moved to Glenwood from Montana mm. in 1979. So, wow. Kara's, yeah, so mm, long. Quite a while. Yeah, long mm. time. And you've been there mm. a long time. Ever since Colorado Springs. Yeah, you would did you went to the school for the deaf and blind uh -huh. after high school for two uh -huh. years, yeah, and then you moved back to Glenwood. Oh very good. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Well, Kara, do you have hmm. um do you have any like encouraging words hmm. to share, you know? Mm. What would you tell people that wanted to just get out there and do it? Oh definitely. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure getting to interview mm -hmm. you guys. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, this mm -hmm. is cool stuff. Indeed. Awesome. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, Evan, for um, capturing that amazing story. Sorry, I'm a little emotional. Um, it gets me every time. Um, their story really shows that no matter what happens in our lives, what other decisions even shape our lives, it's up to us to make those choices moving forward. Are we going to live a life on the couch um, and let others take care of us? Or are we going to be strong and brave and um, find a way and let others help us find our way back and, and live the life we want to live? So again, thank you, Kara and Alice, for sharing your story. Up next, our very own Jonathan is going to interview three incredible people. Um, I met Noelle the weekend of the hike. We actually did a Zumba class together. Uh, her mom was there and I got to get to know Noelle a little bit, um, you know, as much as you can during a Zumba class. And they just really, really inspired me about what it really means to overcome adversity. Noelle, if you're out there listening, you're, you're my angel. Um, I haven't stopped thinking about you and how brave you are and how you are just kicking butt in this world that we live in that is just full of barrier after barrier after barrier. Your Holland Project just really, really ignited a light in me that I'm so happy that we get to share it with the world through this podcast. So here you go, everybody. Hey, everybody. Jonathan Price here from Audio Information Network. I'm the podcast producer. I am here with some amazing people, Tina and Dustin, and their wonderful daughter, Noelle. And I'm going to turn it over to them to tell their story. But we got to hear a little bit of it last night. So, Tina, go ahead and tell me a little bit about what happened, the circumstances around it, and kind of share with us just some amazing insight. All right. Well, thank you so much for having us on the podcast. And we're super excited to share with you our story of Noelle. And Noelle's story is really an inspirational story. She has been overcoming obstacles her whole life. I was just telling somebody that she has the best attitude ever. She's never complaining. She's always just happy with life. And she inspires us to do the same. And when Noelle was um, five months old, she was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy, which is a degenerative muscle disease and basically your muscles start to slowly uh, wither away I would say and when I first got that diagnosis I was like you know what she can still be in the Special Olympics and instead of looking at the worst case scenario of it I just automatically wanted to turn it around and figure out 
how can we overcome it and how can we um, have it before us? And that's kind of the story that we have been writing in Noelle's life. And if it wasn't for her great attitude, it would make it much harder. But we've done everything from take Noelle to the ocean and got her feet in the sand to the tops of mountains, which we just summited a mountain today. Um, we are at the No Barriers Summit 2022, and she was able to get to the top of a mountain, nice. which is something that she's Very never cool. actually been able to do before. That's awesome. I'm going to bring in Dustin real quick. And Dustin, you have a pretty powerful story as to what happened with Noel at a very special event. Can you tell us a little bit about what happened at that event and the circumstances around it? Yes, absolutely. Thanks for having us on your podcast today. And uh, yeah, so we were up here. It was uh, amazing that this actually uh, 10 years ago happened in the auditorium that Noel and uh, Tina were able to speak in last night. Um, so in that exact auditorium, uh, Tina had called me in a, a desperate situation, uh, just super upset that we just didn't have the ability to move Noel and to, to take her to the places that we wanted to take her. It was very hard to disconnect everything and move her from place to place. I mean, we really needed a wheelchair van. And so when she called me out of desperation and I was up here for a men's retreat that I was debating even coming on, um, I, you know, felt helpless in a lot of ways, but I knew that God was bigger than what um, our circumstances were. Yeah. And so we were up here and I looked into the sky and said, God, help me out. I don't know what to do. Guide me. And so we uh, we came down and we were doing a, a praise and worship session. And and uh, I really felt this. It was almost a, a voice uh, that said, go, go tell your pastor your need. And uh, it was hard for me. I've worked since I was young and everything I've done, I've worked for. And so it was hard for me to ask for help. Uh, not something I was right. super stoked about or it was super easy for me to do. Um, but I told him our need. I said, maybe we can have a, a breakfast at the church or something. I don't know. We need to raise money for a wheelchair van. <laughs> yeah. We need one really bad. Right. So we go back and sit in the uh, seats and the, it was called history makers was what the conference was called. Yeah. Um, and he literally called me down and said, Hey, I want to do something that's going to change history in somebody's life tonight. And uh, he called me down there. I was able to share our story and some of the things that we were going through. And literally in five minutes, um, they raised $50,000 in five minutes and wow. wrote us a check on Monday. And we went and got a wheelchair van. And it literally changed the history of our life forever. Um, one thing that we did not share last night that's part of that story is Noelle's been in and out of the hospital, um, you know, a lot. Um, right. But she has not been in the hospital for any illness since that time. No way. And so That's the awesome. collaborative uh, group of people praying for her and what we received not only was a blessing to get the van, but blessing for her health. Yeah. Um, she's actually super healthy. She lives on a ventilator and she's super healthy. Um, she just keeps going and we keep doing crazy things with her. That's super cool. So I'm going to kind of go into a, a little bit more of a personal question. I know for a lot of parents and especially husbands and wives, when they have children with disabilities or special needs, it's really hard for them to reconnect and to lean into each other. How have you guys leaned into each other through this situation? I think it's really um, drawn us closer in a lot of ways because we've had to face like just some crazy adversity. Um, but one thing that has really helped us to lean in closer and be able to do um, 
things together is our nursing staff that we have. Nice. Um, tender care is one is the nursing staff that we use and literally through them we've been able to you know have a date night every now and again and, and be able to lean into each other and talk and, and be able to connect and you know stay close it's important to be best friends yeah um you know especially just going through some serious challenges with noel so um that's one of the things that i would say is helps kept us really close uh, for me, I would say it's really remembering there's only so much we can control in the situation and really focusing on the controllables, which in my opinion are your attitude, your effort, your response, those kind of things. And when you can continue to get yourself in the right spot, then you can show up well for your spouse and you can show up well for your child um, and really realize that there's only so much of this life that is ultimately in your control and to focus on those things. And that's really given me a better perspective and a way to be able to relate not only to just my husband, but my other kiddos and to Noel mm -hmm. um, is to be able to, yes, continue to get yourself in a right headspace first so then you can continue to connect with other people. Boy, that's so cool. That's so beautiful. Thank you guys for sharing that. <laughs> so now Noelle is here and she's been on this hike and she's done this really cool summit. Congratulations, Noelle. Um, so she does have paralyzed vocal cords, so she is not unable to speak right now, but um, she does have a very sassy attitude as we saw last night, which was awesome. Um, so what is next for Noel? What are some things that you guys are trying to accomplish through, I think you guys started an organization or a foundation. Yep. Tell me a little bit about that. Yep, so we have um, a nonprofit called Hope in Holland. And the reason I chose Holland is I received a poem when Noel was first uh, born and it was about you know having a child with a disability Disability, and it compared the typical experience to that of going to Italy and then when you have a child with a disability it's more like you ended up in Holland and it really wasn't what you expected or what you planned but it would it can have its own beauty if you let it and so that's kind of where Hope in Holland came from and one of our biggest uh, things in that in that nonprofit that we're trying to do is further disability inclusion and further this conversation with how do we make friends with people with differences and just doing it in a really tangible way. Um, we've done a lot on social media and Noelle has really become, I think, a, uh, a face to a lot of kids her age who may not have ever had the chance to ask a question or be curious and they've been able to do that with Noel through you know through the power of social media but one of our uh, strategies is to try to get more disability inclusive books available because I think if you can teach the kids then those kids can teach the parents and we can really start to impact and change just society's um, views on disability inclusion and what it really looks like compared to what we think it should look like. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's so cool. And tell me a little bit the the 50 million steps or what was that? That was so cool. So I'm pretty sure we're going to be bringing it back because uh, nice. today our team, we called it Steps for Noel. And originally Steps for Noel was birthed from Noel having the goal to walk again. And at 11 years old, having been um, you know in a wheelchair for 10 years or yeah, about 10 years, it was hard for me to hear that that was her goal, knowing that that might not be something she could accomplish. Right. So what I did tell her was, we'll do what we can do. And we decided to start running races as a family. And on one of our races, my son Landon, who's also um, who's also 11, looked up at me and he's like, mom, I can't do it anymore. And it was a 10K, so we pushed him pretty far. But he's like, I can't do it anymore. And I, I looked down at him and said, Landon, we're not doing it for us, we're doing it for Noel. And 
and we're taking the steps she's never taken. And so from that, we, we kind of figured maybe she'd have taken about 50 million steps at this point in her life. Wow. So we invited friends and family to join us and start taking steps for her. And uh, she in inspired people from all over the country, all over the world to start taking steps and they'd show us pictures of the things they were doing and it was super awesome. Uh, the thing about it was we reached our goal way faster than we had ever expected. Nice. So once we reached it, we didn't really know like what's next. But after today, I think we've realized that there's a lot of what's next when it comes to steps for Noel and yeah. accomplishing, you know, those physical barriers and challenging other people are to you, do the same. Are you going to turn it into a fundraiser? Uh, maybe. That's a good you idea. Should. <laughs> do a fundraiser. Do 50 million steps and get everybody oh, walking. Do the 5Ks, whatever yeah. you want, man. That'd be so cool. That is so Very great. Cool. Yeah. So well, we'll see. I don't know. The sky's the limit. Okay. We'll so I've, I've, I've got some questions for Noel, if she can. Yeah. Noel, what is your favorite song? Song. Champion by Carrie Underwood. Yeah, awesome. Very <laughs> cool. Very cool. What is? Do you have a favorite game you like to play? Uno. Uno. Very yes. nice. Really is it like good. the Uno Stacko or like the Uno like it blasts you in the face with cards or? <laughs> we play Spicy Uno. It's spicy kind of our Uno. own version, but she's amazing at Uno and beats all of us all the time. Very cool. And if she had something to share with our audience that was inspirational, what would that be? She said, keep going. Keep going. Awesome. Well, that's so cool. Um, is there anything you guys would like us to share? Anything else you want to share with our audience before we head out? So kind of piggybacking on what Tina said about us being close, but really being connected with other people relationally and having awesome friendships and just a genuine life. Um, you know, for about five years now, we've just really been working on ourselves, um, on yeah. personal growth. Like, how can I be the best me? How can I show up and be the best dad? And how can I be the best husband? And yeah. how can I be the best leader in my business? And what does that look like? And it really, um, it really honestly opened my eyes. Just take a look at who I am, what I'm doing, how I'm showing up for myself, taking care of myself physically, mentally, um, all those kind of things. And, and it's changed our life. Um, for our marriage, for how we show up for our children, um, all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, I just encourage everyone, you know, if, if you uh, are spending time caregiving and that's all you're doing, um, don't forget about you. You know, don't forget about um, the care of yourself, the care of your body, the care of your mind, um, because, it, you know, you got to start, uh, make sure you're healthy um, and then you can pour out to the rest of the world. Very cool. Well, Dustin, Tina, Noel, I am so thankful that you guys came over to talk to us. Congratulations on your first summit. It's rock on. Uh, keep it going. I hope to see you guys back here next year. And I appreciate you sitting down with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you all for hanging in there. I know this has been an incredible, special podcast today. And yes, I am a bit emotional. Um, these stories really touch me deeply, as I hope they do you as well. I want to thank all of you for popping in week after week to this podcast. You know, it started out just as a little nugget of an idea, and all of us worked really hard on getting it going. And those of you who have been here since the beginning, I'm sure that you are really enjoying the quality. Um, thanks to Evan and Jonathan for making this a truly beautiful podcast. 
and the stories that we get to tell here are like nowhere else. So, and I know that you all know that because our numbers just keep growing, which means that there's a need out there for all of us ordinary people telling our extraordinary stories. So thank you all for job, you know, jumping on week after week. Thank you so much for your beautiful, beautiful comments that you share with us and the stories that you share. You're, you, because of you, we get to meet extraordinary people and, and have them show up here week after week. So thank you, thank you all. Again, I want to thank AINC for being such troopers with my crazy ideas and um, with this podcast and connecting me with the community, all of you that are out there. And thank you for all sharing your stories. Thank you to the entire team for making this podcast possible. And remember that there is life after sight. And this week, find a way, you know, find a way to care for yourself and find a way to be kind to somebody else. It really is good for your soul. So thank you. And um, until next week, 